cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology are really challenging and vexing traditional financial systems by offering faster, cheaper, and better and more accessible and inclusive payment and investment options. And they're also enabling decentralized finance or what we call DeFi applications that allow people not only to buy crypto assets and trade them, but to leverage those assets, putting those assets to work as a matter of earning interest or lending or borrowing or trading without intermediaries. Very, very powerful, particularly for those both in the United States and around the world who have been systemically left out, locked out of participating in traditional methods of acquiring capital assets, preserving wealth and transferring that wealth from generation to generation. Welcome to Tech Intersect. I'm your host, Tanya Evans, and my life and work exist at the heart of law, business, and technology. Yeah, I've earned a few fancy titles and degrees over the years, but the bottom line is I'm a writer, speaker, teacher, and lifelong learner. And I'm really excited that you've joined me on this journey. So what is Tech Intersect? Well, it's authentic, empowering conversations with really interesting guests who demystify complex topics to prepare you for the future, because your future is now. And it exists where law, business, and tech intersect. Get ready to listen, learn, and leverage. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. This is Professor Tanya M. Evans, your financial futurist, joining you for a Ping the Prof episode this week to answer some listener questions about crypto and blockchain myths on your journey going from cash to crypto. And some really exciting news about my book, Digital Money Demystified. It's a myth-busting guide to help you navigate the sometimes and currently quite rocky and turbulent seas in the crypto space. It's due out, published by Broad Book Press this fall, 2023. So I have much more to say about that. I'm knee-deep into finishing my manuscript. More on that in a minute. But the point of the book and also these occasional ping the props is to really show up and in plain language, make this whole space more accessible. The future of work and wealth and creativity, how it's impacted at the intersection of blockchain and crypto asset technology, smart contracts, all of the Web3 um, innovation like artificial intelligence, which is definitely on the headlines, every headline it seems this year but also 3D printing, which we've been talking about for well over a decade or more, machine learning, augmented reality, artificial reality, all of it is really impacting the space in a way that you can no longer get by by just sitting on your hands or playing the ostrich head in the sand game. And sure, you can try to figure this out on your own at YouTube University. I certainly started there. The problem is, it's a really, really long time. I want to compress the amount of time to help you from a personal and professional point of view to move from cash to crypto far more easily and more quickly than I did as I fumbled through in the early years. The problem is it's difficult to separate fact from fiction with all of the self-proclaimed influencers at constant odds with the legacy naysayers. And in the information age, there is no shortage of what? information. 
But that can actually cause information overload when all you really need to know is how to prepare safely, legally, and confidently so that you are not left behind personally and certainly professionally. Because if you represent anyone as a financial or legal professional or some type of business advisor, and you don't know how this emerging technology is impacting industries, impacting your clients or customers, how this emerging technology is really influencing, impacting, maybe even completely disrupting your area of expertise. Certainly happened to me as an attorney and as an educator, or more importantly, your client's business and livelihood. If you're just figuring this out or haven't even started, I want to let you know, real talk, you're already behind. And that is a very, very scary prospect given how quickly this technology, how rapidly it's being developed and adopted as we move into the, the uh, Web3 metaverse environment. I don't want you to be that business dinosaur that failed to evolve and therefore died. Sometimes slow and painful death, and sometimes pretty darn quick. Just ask Blockbuster and Kodak about those C-suite leadership meetings, product market fit and product development, when they decided in a room after meeting that innovations in media delivery or in capturing timeless images were just a fad, a scam, not worthy of their time, their attention, their reskilling of themselves and their workforce, no investment. That didn't turn out so well. I don't want to, uh, you know, spoiler alert here. Let's, let's say spoiler alert. That definitely did not turn out so well for them. I don't want that to be you because cryptocurrencies, blockchain technology, they are really not just have the potential, but are actually starting to disrupt many industries by offering new ways of exchanging and storing and managing value and data. So. I wanted to make a, a list and, and share this with you this week in the hopes of us having continued conversations in each of these particular industries. But here are the top 10 I see and other experts has, have weighed in. I want you to know, and I believe this is a fact and not fiction, about the 10 top industries being disrupted by crypto assets and blockchain technology right now, not in the future, literally right now. Obviously, the low-hanging fruit is finance and banking. Cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology are really challenging and vexing traditional financial systems by offering faster, cheaper, and better and more accessible and inclusive payment and investment options. And they're also enabling decentralized finance or what we call DeFi applications that allow people not only to buy crypto assets and trade them, but to leverage those assets, because crypto is taxed currently in the United States and many other places to the extent that they tax as a capital asset. So putting those assets to work as a matter of earning interest or lending or borrowing or trading without intermediaries. Very, very powerful, particularly for those both in the United States and around the world who have been systemically left out, locked out of participating in traditional methods of acquiring capital assets, preserving wealth and transferring that wealth from generation to generation. 
Another area, number two, supply chain management. So blockchain is providing more transparency, traceability, accountability and supply chains by allowing participants along that chain who don't know each other, but all have to rely on each other to deliver from origin to consumer, right? The ability to track the origin and the quality and the movement of goods and services from diamonds and wine to all of the supply chain issues that we think of as a matter of goods, particularly during the height of the pandemic. The ability to track in a way that is redundant, not centralized, and can be relied upon as the single source of truth along that chain is very, very powerful. It can improve efficiency, reduce fraud, ensure compliance with regulations and standards, automate many of the things that are based on if-then propositions rather than the human weigh-in of it depends. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Number three, healthcare. Another heavily regulated industry, blockchain is enabling secure and private sharing of health data among patients and providers, of course, but also researchers who are building, innovating, and advancing medical advance and and science that obviously can enhance personalized medicine, clinical trials, disease prevention, getting ahead of things, or acting more quickly and swiftly for the next pandemic because it's not a matter of if, but when, and I argue, as a matter of fact, the pandemic is still persisting, but that's a story for another day. Number four, real estate. I'm really interested in this particular area because for the first 10 years of my participation in the legal academy as then a tenure track and then tenured professor at the associate level, I taught property, real property. So the idea of Cleaning up the deed recordation system is very interesting to me. Blockchain is certainly enabling the tokenization of real estate assets, which can allow for fractional ownership, for providing greater liquidity. Real estate can be relatively illiquid as well. It takes a long time to pair buyer and seller and and go through the deal at the particular location where the land exists. So we're looking for ownership, liquidity, efficiency in real estate markets. That's a really, really interesting area. And one of the first areas of research and use cases in the space, remember there were some things, I don't know that they're going on now, but some trials and research up in Illinois, there were some interesting real estate blockchain projects up there as well. Hi, I'm Dr. Tanya M. Evans, author of Digital Money Demystified. And I want to let you know that to stay on the leading edge of any opportunity, especially investing, you have to empower yourself with the tools and resources needed to keep your knowledge and skills current. And if you're relying on last year's information or even last month's, 
Look, you're already behind. Sure, you can try to figure this out on your own at YouTube University. The problem is, it's difficult to separate fact from fiction with so many carnival barkers banking on your inexperience. And of course, there are the naysayers, usually from legacy finance, banking on your fear while they quietly help their high net worth clients to invest. All of it muddies the waters when all you want to know is how to get in safely, legally, and competently so you're not left behind. That's why I wrote Digital Money Demystified, where I take the top 10 crypto myths head on and give you well-researched, well-supported facts to empower you to make good choices out there in the new digital cash economy. As a law professor who developed the first blockchain crypto and law online certificate program, a retail and corporate crypto policy and education trainer, and a thought leader appearing regularly on national media, I've done the heavy lifting so you don't have to. Look, there are plenty of books and courses on which crypto assets to invest in. Digital Money Demystified is the book you read before you dive into those. So head to digitalmoneydemystified.com to learn more and prepare for the future of money and wealth today. Number five, identity. I'm also really excited about this area of a much needed innovation. I've always said if you go to a place to buy a bottle of wine, they don't need to look at your driver's license and also know where you live. This is a safety issue for women, for example, or all people. You just need to know whether or not I'm a, of the legal age to buy and consume alcohol. Blockchain is enabling self-sovereign identity solutions or SSI solutions that allow individuals to control their identity, to be able to authenticate themselves, but not rely on centralized authorities or oversharing where someone gets access to far more information that they should have access to for the specific purpose. So... This can certainly enhance privacy, as I've mentioned, and security, accessibility in various domains. And that means like as a matter of financial data, other personally identifiable information in health and education or voting, for example. So identity is a really interesting area of research, of use cases, and certainly disintermediation and disruption. Now, number six is the energy industry. Blockchain's enabling peer-to-peer trading of energy, which can enable a more efficient and more decentralized method to manage energy markets. That's a really exciting lane. Seven, gaming, of course. Gaming is often ahead of the curve when you have new technology, and blockchain is now enabling new models of gaming that involve ownership, scarcity, value exchange, both in-game and across platform. So that's a really exciting innovation as well. Number eight, in charitable and social impact markets, blockchain is enabling more transparent and efficient ways of donating and tracking and measuring social impact. I'll spend quite a bit of time in my book on that as well. Number nine, media and entertainment, of course. Blockchain is creating new pathways, new models of content creation and distribution and monetization that involve ownership in its entirety and also fractionalized ownership assets. 
more transparency, more community engagement. So fan engagement is a huge lane in this space as well. The leveraging of non-fungible tokens or NFTs, not just as a matter of collecting artwork or other collectibles, but also providing a token gated experience that makes scalping, for instance, really, really difficult to do or token gating to allow participation in access to both digital assets, tokenized hard assets, and also fan engagement experiences. And finally, but certainly this is not the entire list, just the first 10 I could come up with, is government and public services. So uh, this is somewhat related to real estate because real estate transactions and deeds are all a matter of public record and those records are maintained by governments. But there are other public services as well. So blockchain creates new pathways and models of governance and voting and public service delivery that involves transparency and security and greater efficiency, which hopefully also translates into cost savings. And yeah, again, the safer, faster, more efficient ways of delivering public services. So of course, it's it's worth noting that these industries are just some of the obvious examples of the potential applications of cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology, and that the extent of their disruption definitely is going to vary depending upon numerous factors, regulation, existing regulation, and regulation that may need to grow with the space to provide additional protections and fill gaps, innovation, adoption, integration with existing legacy systems is always an issue. We certainly saw that going from web 1.0 to 2.0. So that will be no different going from web 2 and 2.5 to 3. And as of the beginning of 2023, we're in a really uncertain regulatory environment as it relates to crypto and blockchain. And that is a signal for leadership to stop playing the wait and see game or the head in the sand game by the time a bill is signed into law and check in with Schoolhouse Rock if you don't know how that works. But if you're waiting until the bill becomes a law, If you aren't staying on the leading edge, you're already a dinosaur or at least on the dinosaur track. And that can spell the beginning of the end for your business, for your industry, for your sector, or at least for your market participation and penetration in your particular sector. But it is not too late. Most leaders are still scratching their heads about whether that bombastic guy on CNBC is right or whether Kathy Wood is crazy like a fox, Kathy Wood from ARK Investments. So that's why, as your financial futurist, I decided to write Digital Money Demystified and also create additional trainings that go into depth on the various myths, what that means for your particular industry. And I take the top 10 crypto myths head on with great stories, examples, a glossary of terms, well-researched and well-supported facts. Yes, facts, they are still a thing and even more to empower you to make good choices out there in the new digital cash economy. Whether you're a legacy leader, entrepreneur, investor, or lifelong learner like me, ready to reskill like I did back in 2017, there is something in this book for everyone. And because we've all heard the myths and may even believe them, I have 
believed my fair share of these myths, like only used by criminals, just a fad, a Ponzi scheme, only for the tech and finance savvy, isn't regulated or traceable or has nothing to do with your industry. The fact is, each of these beliefs is a myth. And in Digital Money Demystified, I explain why in straightforward, plain language, this is not a get rich quick book or investment or financial advice at all. That's what you're looking for. This is not the book for you. There are plenty of books and resources and courses that exist about all of that and how to teach you how to invest and and day trade and swing trade and long term investing, all of that or about the technology or any number of things. Digital Money Demystified is the book you read before you dive into those. Or if you <laughs> jumped into the deep end and you're trying to figure out how to swim and grab a lifeboat, this book can be your lifeboat as well. So I'm excited to share more as the weeks go on because you are part of the listener family. I want to give you first access and other exclusives and opportunities for the book. So to get on that VIP list, you'll be the first to know about pre-orders, the first to see any early chapters or to engage with me and be the first to learn about exclusive book chats. Definitely get on that list. Go to digitalmoneydemystified.com and learn more about the book, learn how to get on the VIP list, and definitely stay in touch. Tell a few thousand of your closest personal friends as well. We're going to have a lot of fun busting these myths, right-sizing the conversation, pushing past the carnival barkers and the naysayers, and just shooting straight so that we can get clear about what the future, what we need on our From Cash to Crypto journey in the future of work and wealth and creativity. Again, I am your financial futurist, your happy and humble guide. I look forward to connecting with you and thank you for listening. Be sure to share this episode and this podcast with your friends and your followers. And be sure to follow me on Twitter at Tech Intersect. That's at the, the at sign, but at Tech Intersect and on Instagram, Tech Intersect. All right. I will connect with you on the next episode. Until then, continue to shine. Thank you so much for listening to the Tech Intersect podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you love it, please tell the world. If not, go ahead and tell me. And in either case, drop a comment or ping me on social media at IPProfEvans with the hashtag Tech intersect. And finally, a quick reminder on digital safety. There are a lot of scammers out there impersonating me and others, and I need your help. Now hear this. And remember, I will never slide into your DMs to say peace and blessings or hey, and I will never reach out to solicit your time or your money on social media like ever. I'm not a trader. I am an educator and an attorney licensed in four states. Thank you very much. I'm here to inform, inspire, and empower. No cap and definitely no forex. So be careful, make good choices, and remember, I developed an entire free masterclass about the topic of digital safety in the crypto space. 
So check out secureyourcryptobag.com for more information. That's secureyourcryptobag.com. All right, that's all for this episode. Until next time, continue to shine.